I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, November 7th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals Ontario is following BC and PEI and rolling out a new law that would force employers to provide salary ranges for all job postings. That's a big win for pay transparency, but it'll also help you guilt your highest earner co-worker into covering the bill at happy hour. That is better, in my opinion, than the feared credit card roulette where everyone throws in their credit cards and somebody picks it at random and that person has to pay for the whole bill. The interesting thing about how this law has been rolled out in other jurisdictions is that some companies like Netflix, when they're hiring, let's say, a junior role or a role where they have an undefined seniority, is that they'll set the range from 60000 to 350000 And they just have to set a range and they'll decide once you get through it. So it's kind of irrelevant in that case. But I do think it's a big one for pay transparency, probably for the best at the peak. We post salary ranges for our roles, and I think it's a good practice for other employers to do as well. Okay, Peak Pals, besides salary transparency, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, Bumble hopes its new CEO is the perfect match. For our second story, the down low Google vs. Epic Games. And for our third story, social media is ready for its own kind of retail therapy. For our first story, just like with your ex, the general public has fallen out of love with dating apps. Here's what happened. So Bumble co-founder Whitney Wolf Heard is stepping down as CEO of the dating app and the company will be replaced by current Slack head Ladane Jones. This will happen next year. Now this is happening because Bumble has lost its buzz since going public in 2021 with shares falling 83% since its IPO. So like a middle-aged D4C, we can't help ourselves. The company wants to shake things up. One tool that the new CEO thinks can help do that is surprise, surprise, AI. Jones told the Wall Street Journal she believes it could help users find their perfect match faster. Other dating apps are already testing out AI to do things like select optimal profile pictures, while new AI apps meant to act as digital wingmen have cropped up. The big picture is it's not just Bumble that's struggling right now. Shares in dating app leader Match Group, the parent company of Tinder and Hinge, fell by 17% after the company lowered its 2023 revenue projection and reported a fourth straight quarterly decline in paying users. Despite shiny new ad campaigns and $500 deluxe membership options, consumers are becoming less likely to pay for dating apps amidst choppy economic conditions. Which brings me to the bottom line. Dating apps could be the latest millennial trend killed off by Gen Z, along with skinny jeans and finger stashes as they search for other ways to connect. Now, a new survey of U.S. college students found that 79% don't use dating apps even once a month. That's crazy. For our second story, the maker of Fortnite is hoping to score a victory royale against one of the titans of tech. A long-awaited antitrust trial between Google and Epic Games kicked off yesterday. Epic argues that Google makes it too difficult for both developers and Android users to upload, download, or make purchases through anything other than its app store allowing Google to control an illegal monopoly and enrich itself through its exorbitant fees. Now to catch you up, way back in 2020, Epic accused both Google and Apple in separate lawsuits of app store monopolies following an incident where Fortnite was booted off of their app stores. The Apple case closed in 2021 and was upheld in an appeals court this year. Apple emerged mostly victorious, but was forced to allow non-Apple in-app payment options. Epic thinks things could turn differently this time if the court decides that relevant market under discussion is one you could reasonably claim that Google has a monopoly on, which is Android phone apps, that Epic can convince average citizens of Google's corporate wrongdoing. Unlike the Apple case, the verdict will be determined by a jury, which could actually be easier for Epic. 
And three, the accusations are more substantial. Epic claims it has evidence of Google forcing phone makers to pre-install and promote Google apps on their device. It matters because Google faces a blitzkrieg of antitrust challenges from tech companies and domestic and foreign regulators that could force the company to upend its practices. One of the most prominent is a suit challenging its position as the de facto search engine on most cell phones. If the company loses, users could get to choose their own search defaults. The bottom line is, it's hard to imagine Google makes it out of the gauntlet, one lawyer told the New York Times. At some point, with this many cases, one will actually break against you. For our third story, social media platforms are bracing for a potentially rough quarter, but they do have one hope. Those tap here to buy now ads. Here's what's driving the news behind this. Pinterest said it hit its first quarterly profit of the year because its ads are more relevant than ever. This was a much more optimistic tone than its competitors. E-commerce is a huge part of Pinterest's ad pitch since its users are already primed to recreate the outfits or home decor that they are looking at for inspiration. Meanwhile, Meta and Snap cast a pale over their unexpected recovery from recent advertiser pullbacks, citing the potential business impact of the Israel-Hamas war. It might not be buzzy as AI, but social platforms have spent years investing in the opportunity for growth around e-commerce, with zero signs of slowing down. Pinterest has enlisted Amazon to provide ads that link directly to product pages, opening the platform up to sellers. Already part of Amazon's growing ad network, Snap and TikTok have joined Meta and Pinterest on Shopify Audiences, a tool that helps small local retailers run e-commerce linked ads on major social networks. Meta recently introduced a paid program that verifies Canadian businesses and gives them access to tools that improve visibility on Facebook and Instagram. But here's the thing, shopping-focused ads only work if the people seeing them are actually able to buy stuff. And if we are headed towards a recession, that isn't a certainty. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Peak Pals, and have a great day. Shockwave